Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Oh, I know it's super late. Just kicked past uh, one in the morning here. Having a cold one while my cat is driving me nuts. You could probably hear her in the background. And there she is. She's yelling at me because it's past bedtime, right? That's right. Oh, is she mad? But I wanted to do this. I wanted to still get one in today. Well, it's not today anymore. It's the next day, right? It's not technically Monday anymore. But like I always say, it's not the next day until you wake up the next day, right? So when I wake up, it'll be Tuesday, even though it's Tuesday now. All right. So uh, before we dive into this, let's get... uh, Let's, let's take care of the plugs while well, I still have a couple brain cells left. Uh, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Several different ways you can help support the show in the uh, description of the video. The buymeacoffee.com forward slash smash this podcast. Get down. Get down, Oreo. She's always messing with my shit. I swear to God, this cat drives me nuts, but I love her to death. Quit eating my monitor. I swear to God. Does your cat eat your monitor like mine does? Oh, my God. Why do you eat my monitor? You're so cute. Get out of here. Um shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash smash this podcast that link is in the description as well some brand new merch for sale on the site we'll check that out got a big sale coming up on the 2nd of july one day only uh new discord you can jump in it's got a few people on it along with the uh So, yeah, I made one alongside the uh, TNI one. Um, The Twitch channel. So, yeah, if you're watching on Twitch, much love. You can follow, cheer bits. You can sub, all that lovely stuff. We got a few subs going. And, of course, the audio portion of this podcast brought to you by anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. You can catch it on Spotify, Google, Apple, anywhere you can catch your audio podcasts, look up Smash This Podcast. And then, of course, all the socials, the Twitter box, the Face Botch, and the Instanec. Lakers is in here, Buckshot Kid, representing the Twitch. What's up, man? Yes, July 2nd, big sale for Smash This Podcast. One day only before the 4th of July. This uh, this coming Friday? Yes, Friday. Uh, one day only, 20% off. So, you want to go check out some of that new Smash This Podcast merch that just dropped? By all means, go check it out. 
And I do not know what my cat is looking at, but she is freaked out about something. All right. So, um, someone new to podcasts and social media is looking for Instanec right now. Yeah, well, it's it's the gimmick, folks. It's the gimmick. Just like the Twitter box. What's the Twitter box? Yeah, well, you know. You can watch some of the past shows. You'll you'll catch up. Um it's it's my sense of humor if you don't know what it is. Because I'm an I'm an older guy who does not like social media, so I give it a silly nickname. And yet I do this little thing called podcasting. All right. Um For those of you who watched the Dark Side of the Ring uh, series on Vice TV, you'll certainly uh, be looking for this one as well. I'm not sure when the repeats are going on. This aired this past week, I believe. Eerily, it's uh, not to the date exactly, but it's five years after... China's passing because she passed in 2016. So five years later, um, man. Uh, and if you if you watched the two hour doc, uh, let me know. Let, and let, please let me know what you thought of it. Uh, give me your opinion on it. What did you did you did you like it? Did you enjoy it? What, what did you think of it? Let me know in the in the comments, whether you're watching this live now or in the uh, comments below during a replay. Um, this was not like the dark... Uh, this was not like the Dark Side of the Ring series. I'm sorry, I'm looking at my cat behind me here. She's, she's staying out of trouble for now, so I just saw her on camera. Um, this, you know, it was on the same channel, but it was not like the Dark Side of the Ring series at all. In some ways, I felt it was better, uh, like better presented in some ways. Um, uh, buckshot Kid here. Um <laughs> Lakers just spotted Oreo. Buckshot Kid here says it was good until the end with those two assholes that affected her life at the end. Uh yeah. Yeah, I'll I I have a very similar sentiment. Very similar sentiment. Um you know, your your job as a manager is is uh is is that job. You know, what's, what, what's, what's, you know, what's the word inside the word manager, you manage someone. And I know there's a big picture there, but, uh, this manager <laughs> did not seem like he was much of a manager, seemed like more of a enabler. Um, 
I, I, I did enjoy. I did enjoy the documentary in the way that I have to be careful how I say this. Otherwise, it's like, well, you enjoyed watching the, you know, you got to be, you have to explain yourself. Otherwise, that just comes off as me sounding like a complete cold hearted asshole. Um, I, I loved the documentary in the sense that it, taught me so much about her that I'd never known before. I was absolutely fascinated at the fact that they showed all this footage of her before she got into wrestling. The old, exactly, Oreo. The <laughs> oh, my God. Settle down, girl. Settle down. Um, like working, even though she wasn't on the indie circuit that long, I didn't know. I was like, I was this day's, this day's amount old when I realized that she had wrestled on the indie circuit before. Had no clue. I had heard stories out there. Well, you hear stories, it's, you know, because people got pe people got stories. You get stories from over here. You get stories from over here. I heard stories. I don't even know where the hell I heard this. Someone told me once that she wasn't studying to become an FBI agent or something. It's like what? Well, they certainly didn't say that in the documentary. Um, I loved seeing the old footage of her training uh, to become, well, not necessarily training, but just the old footage from, what, 1995-ish, you know, give or take a little. So, like, the first, you know, couple years on the indies, getting trained by Killer Kowalski, I, I, I had absolutely no idea um that blew my mind and i and just how different she looked with her short hair and um and how she wrestled in a, i mean so so different from how you know women wrestlers look today like she just she just and it's not a knock on her she just didn't know any better or no one pointed her in the right direction to to get her some, you know, decent in-ring merch. She wore a swimsuit, which it looked fine on her. It's like if you, you're not really looking at it, you don't think about what it is until someone says, oh, yeah, it's a swimsuit. And it's like, oh, yeah, it is a swimsuit. It's not It's, it's not a singlet or whatever you call it, you know. Um so, yeah, they said, yeah, Lakers says here, I think China, what, uh, China was a school teacher in Japan teaching English class or something like that. That was when she got away from everything in the, uh, the, the latter years of her life right before, well, right before she came back and passed away, unfortunately. Um, geez, Oreo. Uh <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's when she escaped from everything. That's what she did. That's where she went. She went. She went to Japan and got away from society and all the negativity surrounding her. Cleaned up, essentially. Cleaned up. I'm using my quote fingers for those listening on audio. Um, so. Yeah, the footage of her in the indies, um, there's, and there's clearly positive reinforcement storytellers in this documentary, and there's negative. The positive ones being sister, mother, I'll say, I'll say Mick Foley, um, I guess you could throw Kevin Nash in there. He really wasn't on there too much. He, he was on there for like less than a minute, honestly, as far as the amount of content. Um, and you could say like Billy Gunn because he was around her, you know? Maybe not necessarily that positive, but I mean, at least he's cleaned up now. Um, most of all, yes, Buckshot Kid, Vince Russo. Um, a lot of the footage from that last year, um, uh, outside of the documentary footage is either from her own YouTube channel, which is, I mean, I watched some of that stuff in the days leading up to her death and it's, uh, it's not easy to watch guys. It's not easy to watch cause you know, she's fucked up. And yet, you know, it's like you're on you're on the other side of a screen. Like, what are you gonna do? You know. Um, there's that footage, and then a lot of it is the footage, interview footage that Vince Russo talked about, either on his podcast or in interviews with her, uh, the in-depth stuff, and. Um, and I'll give I'll give Vince Russo a lot of credit. You know, he was absolutely someone who I mean, I think tried to be there for her as much as he could. There's only so much he could do from where he was at. Um yes, Trent, late night boner. <laughs> What's up, brother? Um, talking about China. Um, so yeah, I'll, um, by the way, seeing as Trent's in here, I'll, uh, I'll plug the Patreon real quick over on TNI. Um, you guys want to hear, uh, Trent and Mai's, uh, little, little story about, uh, how we were with, uh, Vinnie Russo. Uh, for <laughs> on his channel for a week, and you know the stories surrounding us being involved with his podcast, um, it's on the Patreon. So if you want to hear that, go sign up for the Patreon. Um, and no, if if you're looking for like something insanely juicy, no, Trent and I do not shit on Vince on on Vince Russo. Okay, so I'll say that right now. It's a great story. But if you're looking for something so insanely juicy, like, oh, what do they say about him? 
No, we we have a good relationship with him. It just didn't work out. So if you want to hear the story, go check out the Patreon over on TNI. <laughs> yes, like Trent says, it's full tell, full on tell all, basically what got him blackballed from the WWE for, wait. Oh, I'm talking about our story with him, not our interview with him. But yes, please go check that out too on TNI. That is also a very good interview. It's one of the highest viewed things, honestly. Good stuff. <laughs> um, her last interview is is on his YouTube. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's sad. It's sad. Um. So yeah, his content. <laughs> um, his content with her was was good, was good. Yes. Uh, what's up, Terrence? And so yeah, I I give him a lot of credit for being forthright and letting those who put this whole project together for for China uh, about China uh, using that because it's gonna be some of the most it's some of the, some of the brutally most brutally honest footage of her last days out there, whether it be positive or negative, but it was it was her giving it was Vince Russo giving her a chance to um, be honest with what's going on and what was going on and what her goals were and everything. Um, it's, it's really upsetting to watch the footage and know that she was downward spiraling and knowing that these guys were surrounding her and sounded like, Oh, we've got this game plan and blah, 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 blah. And, and we're going to make this happen. And like all gung ho on her and yet not doing a damn thing to help her, especially when the director is sitting there on camera. At least it said later that he was charged. Now, what happened to him after that, we don't know, or at least I don't know. But he's sitting there, oh, yeah, I wanted to get high with her. And and God knows he was probably uh, you know, feeding her the drugs. What kind of piece of shit human being is just going to sit there on camera and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll be known for the guy that, you know, helped her die. And, and just, just, just didn't give a shit. It's, you know, so there's that part of the documentary that's insanely upsetting, but at least, you know, it did say that he was charged with, you know, distribution and possession although you know nowadays our justice system is so fucked up 
nothing probably happened to him. I hope something happened to him, but damn. You know, and the manager, like I said, what kind of manager are you if you're not managing your client? That's part of being a manager, you know? And I'm not going to hold the dude at fault who is, I, I don't know exactly what his part was in this. He was, I don't know if he was more of a producer or a, I don't know. He was doing yoga with her and he lived with her for a little bit. But I feel like they were all guilty in some aspect and it just, it's so upsetting. It's like you brought her back to the States and you fucking killed her. So that part of the documentary is really frustrating to watch. But it's all mixed in with footage and what happened to her in her career. Her rise in the WWE with DX and as a singles performer with men and women. And her frustrations, her exile from the WWE her downward spiral over the years into like, you know, porn and this and that, the other thing, drug use. Um, I mean, at the time it was frustrating because I saw some of it with her and X-Pac, like when she was doing that series um, on VH1 and it made him out to be like this super horrible person when she was just as bad as him. She was even more of a train wreck at times. Um, I mean, and I, I know, and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to slam X-Pac because he's risen above all that. I've even met the guy a couple years ago. The guy's cleaned up. Um, and... And he's, it is not like he was on the documentary bragging. He was very, he was very honest about, it's like, yeah, we, we were both very toxic for each other, you know? Um, I felt like the footage from New Japan was very interesting. Um, Man, talk about hardcore. Ch um, Ch Chono, was that the guy's name she fought in New Japan that they had that footage of? Man, they clobbered the shit out of each other. They, see, I mean, talk about Japanese strong style. My God. Um, crazy. I had no clue she did that. Like, I heard she had a match in Japan, but I didn't know any details about it. And just how much of a train wreck she was even during that period. And uh, and Six Pac saying he brought over meth and coke on the plane there. It's like, oh my God, it's, that's so crazy. Like, like nowadays, nobody would get away with that now. Like apparently security wasn't like that, you know, 20 some years 20 years ago because that was what two 2001 something or 2000 
five, whatever it was. Security apparently wasn't that good or something. I don't know. So, uh, but I would be curious to go check out more footage on Chono because that dude seems like quite the badass. Um, but yeah, um, and then her just completely derailing after that and then heading off to Japan to just get away from everything. And she was, she was teaching and that was actually, um, Oh, Lakers says, did they talk about China in TNA? No, they didn't. Cause honestly, I mean, she was, she was in TNA for what? A, 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 literally, a, you know, you, you jokingly say like a cup of coffee. She was in TNA for what? A sip of coffee? Like a show? That was it? Something like that? So, no, I can understand why they wouldn't put a big emphasis on that. Uh, the New Japan thing, honestly, was a lot more because she spent more time over there. But, um, like they said in the documentary, then eventually she got fired. So... Um, but yeah, it sounds so. It sounded like she made her rounds before she completely derailed and left the company as far as wrestling here and there. Um, and I've never, I've never really even seen the footage of her in in TNA. I've, I've probably seen a clip of it, but I don't even remember what it was. It wasn't, uh, oh, it was her last match ever? Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, if it was after the, the Japanese stuff, yeah. Uh, which is sad, but, I mean, it is what it is. Um, it just, uh, just, just the footage of, you know, a high director filming a high China, and she's just completely derailed and and babbling on and, and doing the whole you know drugged out pity me thing in the in her in her last interview oh oh man and like i said i remember some of those last youtube videos she did i remember watching some of those and oh you just you knew she was so messed up. And I feel, uh, I mean, I felt bad at the time because I remember one of those stops, 2015, when she started making the, 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 you know, the WrestleCon and all those visits. One of her first stops back in the States was right here, 10 minutes from my house. David Hero booked her for a autograph signing. And um, I remember thinking, oh, man, it sucks. I'm going to miss I don't remember why I missed it. I mean, it was five years ago. I don't know. Whatever I was doing. Um, surgery, work, I don't know. I have no idea. But um, I was thinking, hey, I'll – I'll, I'll see her next time she comes to town, you know, didn't, didn't even think that she'd be dead within a year, you know, 
Um, Sack Potifer, you're so goofy. China was there for a sip of coffee. Plug your buy J Boat a cup of coffee. That's right, folks. Go to the link in the description and tip your favorite podcaster or one of your favorite podcasters, I should say. Buy J Bone a copy at buymeacoffee.com. Link is in the description. Um so yeah. It's uh, it's it's a good documentary as far as educating you on everything she did in the industry, uh, the rise and fall aspect of it, um, the the footage of her from 2015, the uh, Japanese footage is is nice. It's innocent. Because she wasn't so messed up. It was all downhill, though, from there when she got back to the States. Um, excuse me. So, yeah, did did I enjoy the documentary? Um, I Yeah, I loved it. It was, uh, it was something I'll probably watch again. But um, it was just very frustrating to know who was in her life over the course of that last year from 2015 into 2016 and to know that they just kind of either sat by and watched it happen and or enabled her to get to that point where there was no coming back from it. So that's frustrating. Um, but the whole mix of everything all together, it was a very good documentary. I'm glad that that footage finally came out. I've been waiting for it since the manager of hers put out the trailer uh, a year after her death. And then uh, her and Eric <clears throat> basically got the footage taken away from them. from what it sounds like at the end there. So, um, I mean, there's this little thing called karma, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in karma. Um, and karma will nail them. If, if not today, someday, you know, if it hasn't already, Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Buckshot Kid says, I think the worst part was how they did the funeral. Yeah, the, the manager set up a memorial service and then had the bedazzled urn sitting on the stage for people to come by and get their picture taken with it. What the I, I I got no words for that. I yeah, that footage is just insane. 
And then he walks across the stage holding the urn with the mic on and saying, the bitch is in the house. It's like, what? Zero. It's like, just feels like zero respect. Unbelievable. Just crazy. Yeah. See, Oreo's very upset too. You didn't like that, did you? No, she didn't like that. Um, uh, she sat with me the whole time and we watched it together. Um, so yeah, I didn't want to go on too long talking about this, but, but that's my thoughts on the documentary. I do, I do highly recommend it. I mean, especially if you're a fan of the attitude era, if you're, you know, or if you're a fan of China, um, and as the thing is, I was a fan of China back then when I got back into wrestling around that time, late 90s-ish, you know? And I thought she was... She was just larger than life. Just a larger-than-life personality. And I always thought that she was like, you know, six foot five, some crazy height. No, I actually went to like WWE.com and they had her listed at 5'10". I'm like, holy shit, I'm 5'10". Like, how is she not like six foot something? Maybe with heels on. You know? <laughs> I always felt like she was this just monster of a chick, but um, you know, even with next to big guys like Triple H and Billy Gunn and those guys, she seemed like a monster, but she was just that much taller than the other women wrestlers at the time. I, you know, they're like five foot five or whatever, you know? So they just seemed like she was that much taller. So crazy, crazy that she was my height. Unbelievable. So, uh, so yeah, that's it for this one. Thanks for everyone, uh, tuning in so late. And, um, so, yeah, later Tuesday, uh, we'll do the, uh, the throwback over in that other little podcast called TNI. So uh, tune in for that one. We'll be doing number, oof, what, 75? Something like that. I forget. So I'll be watching that later. And uh, well, going to bed now, watch it later. And uh, what else am I doing Tuesday? Oh, yeah, I'm meeting my brand new doctor. So um, I'm actually excited about that because my doctor retired. She retired. So um, so yeah, that's it for this one. Oreo, get off the monitor. Damn. Uh, we'll see you for the throwback Tuesday night and then come back here. For uh, Wednesday night, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do anything Wednesday night. I know I got to pick up my son super late. Uh, if anything, I know I'll be back Thursday for uh, all the... All the impact stuff over on TNI. So, all right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm tired. And I'll see y'all guys later. Much love. Take care. Thanks for joining tonight. And we'll see y'all real soon.